Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome to episode 10 of Same Boat Huddle. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Photography. Um, quickly, those of you who have listened and love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you quickly went over to rate the podcast five stars, and that is because it helps me reach more people. So my goal in having this podcast is to be able to reach women who really need to hear the stuff that I talk about. Um, and one of the easiest ways for me to get to them is, uh, through rating. So if you have a few seconds to do that for me, I so appreciate it. Um, and either way, absolutely love that you are here with me. So thank you so much. Uh, today I wanted to talk with you all about our environment and the space that we're in. It's something that's very prevalent in my life right now. So I really kind of want to share my journey with my space um, and then kind of talk about it generally too because it's just so important and is a huge factor in how we function in our day-to-day personally and in work. So um, anybody who has followed me at all, who knows me, I think I've mentioned it in a couple episodes that we are uh, going through a house move right now. So Um, It's been a very long process. The actual process of moving is flying super fast bananas, but the process of coming to the decision to move has been honestly brutal. It's been very difficult. And, um, you know, I could talk for hours about our journey, but in a nutshell, my husband and I, um, that we'll be moving into our fourth house together. My daughter's five and a half. This is going to be her third home. So just to put that into perspective and, you know, each move has been justified for us. Like our first house was our first house as a young couple. We knew we didn't want to raise a family there. Our second house was the house that we thought we wanted with, um, you know, kind of away from town. And, um, we knew we were going to kind of grow out of it square footage wise, which certainly could be fixed with an addition. Um, but more so we found the need to be in town, um, so that we could have sidewalks and places to walk to and all of that. And that brings us to our current home. And, um, we've been here for four years. It was a really good opportunity from an incredible family, um, that my husband, um, has known since high school. And the house itself is just not a typical style that we would go after. Um, We've renovated the entire thing and it's perfect. It's in an ideal location in town. Um, The renovation is beautiful. The rooms are beautiful. It has pretty much everything we need. Um, You know, minus a little bit, like we would, I use the guest room that was our guest room is now my office space. Um, so that's been difficult for us because my husband's mother, um, helps with the kids a lot and sometimes stays over when we, when we, uh, ditch the kids for a night, (laughs) which we do and you should do it too. So anyway, um, the reason it's been very difficult for us is because I think for me, mostly I, just haven't connected emotionally with this house. And it's very difficult for me to say that even out loud because I hate the thought of like hurting someone's feelings, like the family who, um, who this house had belonged to before us. Um, 
it makes me feel it's all of my fears and my judgments and the negative stories that I have for myself that it makes me feel like I'm a brat or that I'm selfish or brat <laughs> spoiled. Um, I, I worry that people will have this perspective of like, they constantly think the grass is greener on the other side. They're never satisfied. It's never enough. Like this is my fear that that's what people think. And it's not true because we've actually been, and this isn't now it's going to sound like I'm defending myself. And I guess it's me just processing my thoughts is that, you know, my husband and I have been very happy in each one of our homes and we enjoy the adventure of renovating and, um, you know, finding a new place. And I think what's also been really cool is each house we've been in, we've renovated. So it's like the most amazing thing to take this house that no one wants and we turn it into this beautiful home for, you know, for the community, for another family. So it's like, it's been a really cool process. Um, and ultimately, you know, we decided that we, we just, you know, I keep telling people like this house is a really great guy on paper, you know, that you tell your family, like he's tall, dark and handsome, has a great job comes from a great family, like all this stuff, but it's like, but we just don't have chemistry. I don't know what to say about it. And I, as a child have always been very, very connected to my space. Like my bedroom was my sanctuary and I adored redoing it. I would move furniture around all the time. I would paint, I would get new comforters, um, you know, hang different stuff on the walls. And it was just so connected to my space. And I would spend me as a little girl, like my closet would get disgustingly packed clutter, you know, and I loved spending a Saturday cleaning my closet out. Like how ridiculous is that? That it was just, I loved enjoying my space and taking care of it. And, you know, we all live in a space, no matter how clean we are, it can get dirty and cluttered. And I just loved that process of purging decorating, make it, making it my own. <clears throat> and that carried with me through my life and all the houses that we've been in, that there's been such a joy and connection to making my houses, my home and decorating for holidays and, you know, standing in a room and thinking like, how do I want to decorate this and what color would look great? And <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, you know, what could I put on the walls and decor and stuff like that? And it's just been, it's definitely one of my things. It's one of my passions. I'm, I don't, I'm by any means, I'm not like a decorator or anything like that. It's just the way I connect to my space and it's like, I need it. And this house, I've never felt that. And it's been the weirdest thing for me. And it has made me feel very empty. And I, I, I thought that like once the renovations were done, I'd feel differently. And like, the spark would come back and it's just not there. Like, and I look around, like we had the pictures done for, um, to sell the house, which we did. I'm, I'm so thankful we had such, it's been, everything has gone very smoothly. So fingers crossed it continues to, um, but looking at all the pictures that were used to put online to sell the home, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this space looks beautiful. Like every room is really pretty. Like I've done a nice job, but I'm, I'm missing, that connection with it. Like there's, 
there's no spark. There's no chemistry. Like the holidays come around. I'm like, eh, I haven't bought a new decoration, which is, I guess, good for the bank account. Right. Cause I don't, I also don't like to, um, overspend and I'm actually going to tie into that and clutter in this conversation. But there's a, there's a joy in that and really, um, enjoying the holidays and decorating your space and, um, and all of that. And I've just, I've missed it and it's been very sad for me. Um, and that's part of what my husband and I really talked about, but that we knew if we were to move, it would have to be a house that had everything we wanted, which is, you know, we didn't want to have to make a lateral move because it doesn't make sense. Like, why would we move to a a house, like give this house up just to move to something that is lateral. And what I mean by lateral is not, not the stuff or anything, but like just what we need and same emotions and all of that. So we really like, we went through this process at looking at a lot of houses. We actually put bids in on two homes that fell through and we got to the point of like, maybe we're just supposed to stay. Like, let's just let's just give this up to God, surrender to it and allow things to be what they're going to be. And we need to just live in our home, stop looking out and just look inward and enjoy the space we're in, make it what we want it to be and just love it. And we did that. So we, this was just several months ago, like maybe in June, maybe a little earlier where we're like, this is it. Like, let's just, and if something else is supposed to come up, and we're supposed to go to it, it will come to us. Like we let's stop trying so hard. So lo and behold, like as soon as we reached that decision and truly surrendered the situation, this house, which had been on the market this whole time, um, we decided it was having an open house one day and we're like, let's just get out. We'll go take a look. We know we're not interested. And we walked into the house and it was perfect and it felt perfect good. And my husband and I left and, and we obviously, like we've been through so many houses together and we've flipped outside of our personal homes. We've flipped several houses. Yes. I think we should have an HGTV show at this point. (laughs) Um, I know when both of us are on the same page about what kind of home we might want to, um, that, you know, that we're emotionally feeling invested in and know that it's a good financial opportunity. And that was it. So, Um, we decided to go for it and we put aside our fears of judgment from other people. Um, and, and we're so happy. And I was, so we own the house now we settled on it the other day and, um, we'll be moving out of our current home by the end of the month. Uh, so we're using that time to get the kids. It needs renovation because that's what we do. Um, and the kids rooms, we want to have completely finished before we move in. And then our first project is the kitchen. So the kitchen is already gone, completely cleared, demoed. (laughs) And, um, so we were over there today, just kind of finishing the demo and taking a look around to see what we want our space to look like. And, um, I had this moment of like, Oh my gosh, we're so happy. Like the kids, we left at lunchtime. We're like, we need to go home and eat lunch. And, um, and the kids were like, I don't want to leave. And the house is gross. Like it's, it's from, you know, everything in there. If you can picture it's like from 1980s, 1990s, like old used carpet, a million years old. And, um, 
you know, all the cosmetic stuff is old and used and all of that. And they just love it. And my husband and I are there, like, we're not looking at these projects as, um, tasks or inconvenience or, um, frustrating. We're both very excited and, and just, it just feels good. I don't know how to explain it. And it just, I feel so proud to, that we followed our intuition in choosing a space that we feel good in. And I can't sit here and say like, we're going to stay there forever because our track record is to move every four years. And honestly, if we choose to do that, so what? Like, why does, you know, we might choose to do that. I have no idea. But for now, this is where we feel really good. This is what feels like home. This is where we want to invest our time, our sweat, blood and tears, our memories, our love as a family to grow together. Like this is where we want to be. And, um, it just feels really good. And so through this whole process, it's just made me really think even harder on how important our space is and really recognizing if it's serving you. And through that also, I am facing clutter and realizing how detrimental clutter is to how you function in a day. So I want you to really think about your space. Like where, what your bedroom looks like and feels like, you know, is there stuff all over the place in your kids' rooms and the living room and the toy area if you have children and the kitchen. Like, I don't know about you guys, but our kitchen, there's like two cabinets that are so full of stuff. You open it and like just hope stuff doesn't fall out. And then at least one good junk drawer. And let's not even get started on the Tupperware cabinet. I mean, for the love of Pete, it's... <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so aggravating and um nothing matches and just everything falls out. You know what I mean? So um for me right now our kitchen is a mess and um going through the process of selling a home, you have to purge stuff. You have to get rid of the clutter, you have to get rid of the excess so that you know that the show the the home will show well and ultimately pull in an offer. But it's a project and um you know, my husband and I being together now for 13 years, like, and two kids, we've accumulated a lot of stuff and especially like in the basement and the garage. And we have had a field day throwing stuff out. So, uh, fast forward, our house is completely decluttered. Um, we have even more to get rid of, even though like there's just not a lot left. And it's made me realize like, while, it's still confirmed for me that I'm excited to be in a new space. I'm also seeing that I think clutter has a lot to do with how you function in a space. It doesn't actually, it's been studied. I was just reading articles about it, how it can, it can affect, you know, how successful you are at work. Um, it can affect your uh, romantic relationships. It can affect, um, children. And there's one thing that I read that was like, Oh my gosh, it's so true. How it actually sometimes isolates you because you don't want people to come over to your house because you're embarrassed of how much stuff is around or it's like always messy and stuff like that. I'm like, it's so true that, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times it's like, yeah, I don't even want to offer people coming over because there's just stuff everywhere. Like the mail pile laying out and kids toys are disorganized and the playroom isn't organized at all. And wow. I hope you guys just heard my cat scream. He's at the door. I might need to open it for him. <laughs> he's, he's like my Velcro baby. Um, 
So really think about the clutter in your space and how it's affecting you, um, especially your workspace. I I realize, so I never work in my office. I, I just enjoy the comfort of like sitting on a couch. So I bring my laptop out and curl up in a couch. But I realize that even though I only recently made my office, like turned, it was my son's room, his nursery. And, um, I guess it was a year and a half ago, I turned it into my office and I love everything I picked out, but it's just become so cluttered with paperwork and the drawers are full of stuff that I don't need. And like weird camera odds and ends, like any photographer can be like, yep, I know what you're talking about. Like, I don't even know what this gadget is for. Like I probably got it free from CPS or something. And, um, I don't want to be in that space because it feels cluttered. It's not serving me and it's not inspiring. And, um, I think that's so important to understand that your space should inspire you. It should make you feel good. And if you're walking into a space that's triggering you or weighing you down. It's very easy. I know it's also very hard, but it's very easy to take the small action steps of clearing out your space. So that's what I want to challenge all of you to really think about this week and look at and do and, um, understand. I know for me, I've had the the mission of decluttering this house for four years I have lived here for four years and since the day we moved in, I was like, I need to declutter and go through all the stuff I don't need. And the task is so overwhelming. You know, you think of a full house and how big it is, um, and all this, just all this stuff. And it's like, I can't even address it because it feels so overwhelming. And so what I did this year, even before we decided to move is, um, I remember the very beginning of the year, my husband was gone for work for a month. And I decided to, it was like actually one of the most amazing months because it was, it was a growth month. Maybe, um, I actually have a blog post on it if anyone follows me, but anyway, so I decided to go through closets to start to declutter stuff. And I didn't get through much. I got through like the pantry, um, one linen closet and the laundry room. Um, so it was only three things in a month, but it was three big things and it truly doesn't even take that long. Like if you schedule it in to your planner to like clean the laundry room on Thursday evening and like a lot, three hours to, to get that done, you can get it done. And I think it's just the process of then continuing to plan it in and maybe have like two closets that you want to clean out this month. So when you break it down into these small little action steps, it can become so much more sustainable and the ability to actually do it or have a designated day that you spend an hour going through a bin in the basement, a bin or two to get rid of something and just break it down and make it small. And it's made me realize how it's actually feasible through this move. Now, while our decluttering was, um, you know, at warp speed to get ready for, for putting it on the market. I mean, it was, it, we come up with all the excuses in the world. I have to work. I have this to do. I want to relax. We, you know, it's a nice day out, whatever it is. We didn't have, we couldn't use any of those excuses because the priority was that we had to get the house ready. And in a week we were able to fully declutter, I guess two weeks, because I started 
ahead of time. We were able to completely declutter every single space in this house, get rid of everything, and it was hard work. But if we can do that in two weeks, you can do it in six months. You know, like make make it a priority, uh, break it down into small action steps, and do it. And, um, you know, I think for me, speaking about this, so I'll share what I'm going to make as my goal with the decluttering. Um, you know, I think all the spaces are just naturally decluttered once you move, you know, like we'll move in and everything will have a space. Well, in a year from now, cause of all the renovations that we'll be doing, but, um, that's like a natural process in moving for me though. What I think I really need to focus on is I need a new system for mail. So if anyone has something that works really well for them, not kidding, please reach out to me because something's not working for me. And I think probably just overcomplicating it and resisting it for some reason. Um, but I try and go like chuck the junk mail as soon as it comes in. So that's easy. Right. But then where I'm having difficulties, like we have important paperwork that comes in or bills that need to be paid. And I just put it aside and like, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Like I'll do it all at once. And I just don't have a system anymore to do that. I used to before children, like I would sit down, I don't know, probably like every Sunday and sit down and do my bills. But why am I not able to do that now? What's going on? Like I just, it's, I I feel scattered and chaotic and doing it. And, um, I feel very cluttered in that space. So if anyone has like, especially anyone who has a family and, busyness and, um, maybe not like a desk area for bills or something. How do you get stuff? How do you just keep that organized and get it nice and neat and clean and have it stay that way? Tell me, I need to know. So that'll be my challenge this week to figure out for myself so I can move and continue with that new routine and, uh, <clears throat> not live with the mail pile. Cause that was always my trigger. That's always my trigger in my space and I see a messy countertop with all the mail is when I just lose my stuff. It's my, my, uh, my, what's the saying? The straw on the camel's back. That's what it is for me. Um, so that'll absolutely be my goal. So pay attention to your environment, pay attention to your space. Ask yourself, is this space inspiring to me? When you're all the rooms have a purpose, there's your bedroom for those of us who have significant others or not, I suppose that is your space for, for sex and sleep. And do you feel inspired to do those two things? And if you don't, how can you make it more inspiring for yourself? How can you make it a space that encourages those two things? And for your children, you know, what is that space supposed to look like for them in their rooms? It's supposed to especially inspire sleep for them. Um, you know, is that space, do they have too much stuff in there? Is it too chaotic and busy for them to get good sleep? Uh, your kitchen is supposed to inspire gathering and cooking and baking and togetherness, connectedness. Does that space inspire that and encourage that? So, and, and your office, whether it's at home or a brick and mortar, is that a space that inspires good work. I think that's a really important space to look at. Um, it's studied and known. I know there's a lot of us, me included, I'll say it's an organized chaos, you know, and just having things all over the place. But it's like, I kind of know where everything is. Um, 
no, <laughs> it's been studied that the clean, a clean workspace is much better to work in. You're more productive. Um, and it's also been found through studies that you're more likely to be promoted, or I guess more likely to be promoted than someone with a messy desk, um, and space. So really, really focus on all of that this, this week and always, and be sure that, uh, you are creating the most inspiring space around you. It's something that you can control. There's so much we can't control in our lives and how life is going to be. This is one of them that you can. So use your energy wisely, put it into your space, put it into yourself and watch things happen when you give the attention where it belongs. So thank you for listening to episode 10. I will be back next week. I'm hoping to be able to have an interview with you next week or for you, I should say. Um, So stay tuned and uh, I hope you all have a wonderful week and happy Labor Day to those of you who um, are listening on Labor Day and celebrate Labor Day. I hope you have a good one. Be sure you take some rest and take some time for yourself. Be kind to one another. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And take care. Talk to you soon.